Welcome to our clubhouse today. We are going to be talking about can you love yourself and still want to change? And that's a very interesting um, subject. And at first I thought, oh, that'll be nice. But then I thought, oh, that'll be kind of deep. <laughs> and deep and nice don't have to be separate. But I mean, there's a lot there in, in that question. So Tara came up with this idea. So I think, Tara, you should tell us how this came about or, or what drew you to this or whatever to get us started. Okay. Um, well, it's kind of come up for me because obviously um, the goal is more self-love. You know, like that's my affirmation every day. I want to love you more. And then it kind of, there's parts of me that... Um, I would love myself more than I ever, ever have, but there's still parts of me that I want to change. Or there's parts of me that I'm not, I don't want to say not okay with because, and that's where I think for me, um, it's more self-acceptance than self-love because um, acceptance means that I can accept that part of me because it's a part of me and I'm okay with that, but I still want to change it. So what, keeps coming up for me is I am not totally comfortable in my body and I have theories for that but um but I'm not and I as much as I try to love myself and I've come so far with that in a way but it's still not clicking and it's like well maybe I don't need to actually completely love it as long as I accept it and I'm not judging it is that good enough so that's where it came up for me. Okay. Well, I think it's very interesting that we are having a family discussion here, and everyone in this family has said recently, I don't feel comfortable in my body. I know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's why I kind of said I, I, like, I have theories on that. Mm -hmm. um, and I know our bodies carry a lot of like our emotional baggage, and I know with the more clearing I do, the more it kind of seems to like adjust my body physically, which makes it feel more comfortable. But I don't, I just don't feel comfortable. And before I could definitely say it was like self-hatred and mm -hmm. judgment and everything else. And it's not that anymore, but I'm still not, I don't know, maybe, maybe I need more self-love for it, uh, but I'm, I'm at a point of acceptance. So are you, I'm asking this because I'm trying to like put it together in my head also. Mm -hmm. Are you not feeling comfortable in your body because you're not totally in love with yourself yet? Is that what you're saying? Or that it's, you're unsure and, and your body's reacting or explain that. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Okay. Um, That's okay. I feel it's just, it doesn't feel like this is my body, to be honest. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't feel like this is, like, my body doesn't feel like who I am, if that makes sense. Oh, so I, what I got right there is that who you are internally is not reflected in your body. 
Yes. Is okay. All right. Got it. Yes. And so they're that. not jiving. And so I can't, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yep. So I, I don't know. But like I said, I used to come from a self-hatred place. Um, and I knew that because I was judging other people um, based on society standards. But I'm not doing that anymore. And I can see that. But it hasn't clicked with me yet. And then I was like, maybe I don't need to, like, look in the mirror and go, wow, that's a great body. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like this is the body I'm meant to be in. Like, I feel, and I know, like I said, I know there's emotional um, baggage in my physical body. Um, but, yeah, does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> Anybody want to chime in on that? Looks like Sherry wants to jump in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just agreeing. It feels like, I don't know if it's like I look in the mirror and I it doesn't match with who I, <coughs> excuse me, who I am as much as as much as it's a feeling of this is not my body. Does that make sense? Like, it's not that it doesn't match because of appearance or anything else. It's just that it's, I know I'm, I know I'm, this is not my form kind of thing. More than, mm. does that make sense? It does to me. It does. And maybe that's a part of mine too. I don't know. Well, I think we could get on a whole nother tangent about um, the why of that. Can we just pause for a minute? Um, yes. Michelle is new to Clubhouse, so I'm just going to explain how um, I invited you to speak. And all you have to do is accept. You don't have to speak if you don't want to. You can just leave your phone on mute. But it gives you the option if you want to um, add anything, Michelle. There we go. Okay. There you go. And I'm going to welcome Michelle. And I want to also let you know that, of course, Clubhouse is recorded and it will be on the Clubhouse platform forever, I guess. And then <clears throat> Tara does take this and make it into a podcast. So it will be public. So if at any time you don't feel like you want to if anytime you feel like you want to ask a question or make a comment, but you don't want to be connected with that, you're not, you know, comfortable with that in yourself, you can drop a note in the um, comments and then we can uh, anonymous, anonymously share what you might want to share if you feel comfortable with that, more comfortable with that. But welcome, Michelle. And Michelle, you might not know. You've got that mic on your picture, and it's crossed out. On the lower part of your phone, on the right-hand side, you can tap that microphone and unmute yourself. So we were just talking about um, what started out as, do you have to love everything about yourself to have self-love, or can you want to change things? And we got into... Um, kind of talk about not feeling comfortable in our bodies 
but accepting. And so Sherry was just sharing that. Um, say it again, Sherry, because it kind of resonated with me too. Because I said, I think that's part of mine. But I kind of lost it when I saw. Well, I was just saying it's not about being in the body mixed match as opposed to being not in the right form. Mm-hmm. Or not in my original form. I don't know how to describe it, but that's what I said. <laughs> so glad it made sense to you. It did. <laughs> um, is that because you see yourself as a soul and not a meat package? Oh, good question. I think so. I think so. Because, I mean, I struggle with body images just like most women do. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's beyond that. It's beyond the things that I don't physically like about myself. It's just like, I'm, I like what you said. It's almost like I'm wearing a meat suit and it's a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah, I so that's, see, that's what I was talking about. Like it's, and like I said, I can totally admit that I was absolutely judgmental previously of myself and others um and I know I've done a lot of work on that and I'm so much further than I was but I still look in the mirror and I go yeah that's not that's not what's reflected back to me is not what I feel or not how I feel if that makes sense Uh uh-huh it does, but I think it go, it's beyond a physical level. It's not at a physical level, at least for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, maybe that's where I'm getting stuck because that was something that I worked through for so long. Maybe it is, like I just said, maybe <laughs> because my soul feels very light and mm. very bright and my body does not necessarily feel that way interestingly i am feeling more so let's see i didn't recognize in the past that i felt um like uncomfortable in my body so much as i do now it seems to have raised up in me Um, and I, as we're talking here, I think that's the ascension process. I think Mm -hmm. that's what's happening is that at least this is my view on it. And of course there's other views, but we are more and more realizing we are a soul inside this meat sack (laughs) and it's going, oh yeah, I, I see that. I, I'm I'm relating to that concept more and more. At least for me, that's how it is. Um, I just want to say Michelle added a comment. She says, I feel the same. My meat suit sometimes doesn't feel like it's even mine. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, I automatically, because of the work that I've done for that, I automatically went to, you know, oh, it's just a deeper level of that. Um, but I never even thought maybe it's just, maybe it's just that I'm just, yeah. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. it's just like you guys said, rather than me being judgmental of myself. Mm-hmm. 
which is where I first went. Um, Tammy's joining us. I'm sure she might have lots to say about this. Hello, Hello. Tammy. Hi. Um, so I'm just jumping in, and I apologize if I haven't I've missed something or if I'm repeating anything. Um, but I, just from the last moment of what you said, I've been listening to the Dolores Cannon books on Audible and learning a lot, I feel, of awareness and that we are truly light beings and we make the choice to come to this planet to learn lessons. Mm. And somebody at some point in the book talked about we're light, I mean, we are light beings and we come here and that this, like they were saying, like this body feels so heavy, it's so dense, it's so heavy. So lately in my meditations, I've been kind of visualizing, like kind of unzipping my body and allowing that light being to come out, you know. Mm. And I do, it feels so much lighter. It's like releasing that weight of this dense body and allowing myself to uh, vibrate raise my vibrations i'm not sure yeah that's interesting i like the concept of unzipping yeah i know i sorry i thought i thought no go right ahead go right ahead i was gonna say i know um because i from what i understand of the ascension is that our bodies are changing to be like crystalline rather than carbon so maybe that's why, because carbon's way more dense. And so I know I've been doing meditations on that to bring in more of my crystalline core. Um, I don't even know exactly what that means. I don't know if anyone does really, but um, I know that it's lighter. And so maybe that's why I'm noticing the density too. And I mean, kind of, it's just adding on to what you were saying, Tammy. It's that yeah. maybe that's why it's feeling so dense. <laughs> I have heard that too as well. And I, I actually, Sherry had recommended the, um, the, Lemuri, the Lemurian crystal book, the two Lemurian crystals, I think it's called. Um, and the lady who wrote that book talks about how she, she was advised to raise your alkalinity. Um, and there's like diet you can do and different things you can do, which will raise your vibration and allow you to ascend into a fifth dimensional state. So I thought that was super interesting. Raising the alkalinity in your body will help to lighten your <laughs> load, I would say. Hmm. Interesting. So getting back to the, the title of our talk is... Uh, let's see what I got to look and see what it was. Um, can we can we want these changes and move towards these changes and be aware and still love ourselves through this? Aren't we doing that? What? I feel like we're doing that because we love ourselves. Ah, uh, good point. Yep. Isn't it? It's growth. Uh other than change is growth so we would want to grow which is the change right when you said that Tammy I got a picture of all of I, we have eight grandsons and boys especially 
get so excited when you say, oh, look how tall you're getting. And yeah, grandma, I'm at your chin, you know, and yeah, grandma, I'm taller than you. They enjoy growth so much. <laughs> yeah. I was, I actually just thought of when you said about your grandson, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer talks about um, all the different bodies he's lived in. Uh, in uh, one of his talks, he talks about the baby that he lived in, you know, this body of this baby. And then this, 10-year-old boy, and then this teenager, and then this 20-year-old man, so he's lived in all these different bodies, and I thought that was interesting. You know, we're always changing and evolving and growing, so loving ourselves through that and accepting those changes is is a good thing. I have to laugh. I didn't realize I was on mute, so I was, like, going off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Diane just, like, doesn't say, oh, sorry, I've, you know, when she starts talking, I'm like, oh, I'm on mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were you telling us? I was just saying that for me, that's why I think self-acceptance resonates more. Because mm. um, when I think of love, I think of that, like when I think of unconditional love for another, which I'm working on getting to, <laughs> unconditional love for others um some it's easy some it's not but just to see them as the perfect being they are no matter what um they look like first of all but no matter what their behaviors are or no matter how their ego showing up or anything and I'm getting really good at that with most but then if I'm thinking of unconditional love for myself there's still parts of myself that I want to grow and change and so does that mean that I don't unconditionally love myself? I feel like the answer to that's no. And that's why I think self-acceptance, because I can accept that that's a part of me, but there's still parts that I, I want to explore and want to grow, I guess. Well, I, I think, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with you on that aspect, Tara. I think that you can still have unconditional love for yourself and still want to grow and learn and find things out and work through shadows. Um, just because you have unconditional love for yourself doesn't mean all that stuff goes away. It just means you're going to come from a better place and you're going to hold space for yourself while you process those things. as opposed to being a negative saying, well, that means I still don't have unconditional love. I mean, we all, we're all going to be continuously learning and growing and finding things that we want to experience and, and reprocess of our own, you know? <laughs> I love that reprocess and Mercury retrograde. Mm. Um, and, and I wasn't, sorry, I totally agree. And that's where I was really stumbling with. Because like I was saying, I understand unconditional love for somebody else means accepting them as they are completely, totally not, you know, wanting them to grow, not wanting them to change in any way, but holding that space for them if they want to. And so that's why when I looked at myself, I'm like, but there's still things that I want to grow and change. And so then I'm like, does that mean? So that was more my question. Does that mean that I don't have unconditional love for myself? And that's why I think acceptance 
resonates more for me than unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, when we talk about that, what Sherry said brought up something in me. Sorry, Tammy. Um, nope. But um, I think it's kind of relatable to saying to a kid, I love you no matter what. I don't like particularly what you did, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I love you no matter what. And I think that, that that's sort of, you know, we, we tend to not um, tell ourselves that. We tell ourselves, how, how could you screw up so bad? You are so awful. You are blah, 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 unlovable, all that kind of stuff is our tendency for ourselves. Um, but to say, I accept you for who you are and what you do, and I love you no matter what, I might not like what you just did or what you just said or that kind of thing. So that kind of resonated with me a bit. I think uh, Jennifer, oh, cool. sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> we need a hand raising thing in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too much to watch. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I, I had worked with a coach last year and went through a significant healing journey with her and long story short, she recommended an ayahuasca ceremony for me. Um, but I went into it asking to find compassion and forgiveness for those who abused me and hurt me. And what I came out of it with was that I can't have compassion or forgive anybody if I can't have compassion and forgive myself. And that was the big lesson I got out of that, that journey. Yeah. And, and I feel, I feel like part of that, um, acceptance, if you want to, if we want to use that word is accepting yourself for who you are now and who you are to become. Uh I really, yeah, agree. I really like that, um, Tara has kind of landed on the acceptance part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels better to me than love because when I say yeah, I I don't know, it just feels better. It feels well, more accurate. You right. can't have one without the other, so you yeah. know, if you have if you have unconditional acceptance for somebody, that is going to have to involve unconditional love as well. Mhm. Yeah. Jennifer, did you want to say something? Um, I just, uh, sorry, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. Uh, I feel like it's inherently self-love to do the shadow work, to raise your vibration. And because if we were stuck in not having self-love, then we would be stuck in those lower vibrations and we would just be kind of, you know, a victim to life like the, the people who are stuck in those lower vibrations feel. And, you know, I, I feel like all the people who aren't able to handle these processes and they're either, you know, snapping like their mind <clears throat> or, you know, they're committing suicide or something like that, that's all lacking self-love. When you take these deep dives into your shadow work, that stuff's not easy. And you have to love yourself to even want to do that and to, to, you know, to work through that and raise your vibration and to do those healings. 
So I feel like that even doing the work is inherently self-love, even though, yes, it will cause change. Wow. I, I totally I agree. I, um, yeah, I think it, there's nothing more self-loving than want to, wanting to be a better version of yourself. But right. that kind of contradicts, you know, that unconditional love part, right? Because it's like, but it definitely, I, like, I mean, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you, Jen, but in my mind, it's like the two don't cognitively match. Like, if you unconditionally love yourself, well, I guess it does. It does because you unconditionally love yourself where you're at right now. Despite but you want to grow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that also speaks to what we've talked about before is our programming. We were taught to have these cognitive thoughts about you can't have one and have the other also. You know, we were taught that. So now we're going through a process of <clears throat> learning differently or learning different things and learning differently um, about what those things really mean. Can I have one along with the other? And my answer is yes. But it's not something, I mean, it's a conscious thing that I have to think about for a moment and say, yeah, I, I think I can. I think where I was really getting hung up on because it's very much been a goal of mine to um, unconditionally love others, which means taking away, um, like love them where they're at, at this point in their journey. Even if it's not where I think they should be, even if it's when, you know, their behaviors or their egos flaring up, it's loving them in that space and holding that space for them. Like we talked about last week. And so I was like, if I go, I don't know, that's where I was having the cognitive dissonance, I guess. Um, because if I'm saying I unconditionally love myself, but I want to do some more shadow work, you know, then it's like the two didn't, the two definitions kind of didn't work together. Does that make sense? Yeah. And because, that's what I'm saying. You're redefining what those words mean. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look at people, even <laughs> if they're in their shadow, going... I can hold that space for you of loving compassion and let you do your journey without trying to fix you or, you know, make you work, do your shadow work. Because that to me is not the unconditional love. And that's where I was definitely coming from before with that, you know, um, helper fixer kind of thing. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I said it enough, but... <laughs> I mean, I can hear that programming voice too, you know, um, well, clearly you don't love yourself because you want to change, you know, I can hear that as well. And I do think it's programming because again, it requires self-love to do that, to do that. I, you know, I love myself, but I don't like these parts about me. Those two things can exist. I would like to change these parts about me, but I still love myself where I am and hold space for, well, hold space and if you can, I know that part's harder, but yeah, change. like, I guess my programming's not as strong because I can, I can see the duality. Chickens that, agree. I was like, and say, is that the chickens? <laughs> yeah. So Michelle, if you, um, 
seeing as this is your first time you've joined us. Jennifer has chickens, and quite often they like to um, speak up. That's Those, awesome. I love it. We do, too. We love the chickens. And the rooster when he goes. So hey, I, I can just ahead. jump in here if that's okay, if this is a good time. Absolutely. It's my first time. so Welcome. Uh, but thank you. Welcome. But this is all resonating so much for me. And... And the self-love terminology is difficult for me, but the acceptance part, it, it resonates much more. So, um, but yeah, it's, I almost feel like if you didn't love yourself or accept yourself, you wouldn't want to grow and change. You would just be okay sitting in the same rut and being the same and not wanting to learn and grow if you didn't love yourself. So I don't know. That's Yeah. Yeah. And I, exactly. I completely agree. And so it was just, like you said, the programming of self-love means that you, you know, I, it was my own kind of stuck on the definition. Um, because like Jennifer said, that is really holding that space for myself of, I can see that I am this beautiful being and I can hold that space for myself of knowing that this beautiful being is growing and evolving and changing. And that is, again, self-love that I'm allowing myself to go through the shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's one of the I was going to say, is that, was that a mic drop moment? I, I know. <laughs> that I knew there was going to be some. It always happens that we have to sit here and process this for a moment. I think it's so awesome that we are able to take these ideas and say, okay, what does this really mean? You know, where, where are we in this and can we do this? Can we, like the question you asked Tara, can we still want to change? and love, love ourselves and still want to change. And not everybody gets the opportunity to have a few minutes to kind of think about that and hear input from other people. Tammy, you're on mute. Did yes, I, I would like to say I, I really appreciate what Michelle said. Um, yeah. I really struggled with the terminology of calling myself a self-love coach. And, you know, the term just sounds so cliche to me. But in reality, when it came down to it, it was the only thing that made sense um, for me. And the journey I went through and to help teach people how to, the tools to be able to help themselves basically and learn to unconditionally love themselves so of course constantly growing and adding tools and techniques but yeah I, I struggled with that Michelle for sure that that title but it was the only one that made sense for me right and I know it's just part of my programming part of you know my growing up or part of people with egos that loved themselves so much that it it was sickening to me you know so it's just part of my part of my journey I need to overcome yeah Ooh, but, and that was that's a good thing oh to bring you up. brought up something good Michelle <laughs> but, but and there's a mic drop moment yeah 
Yeah. Like, do they really love themselves if they're that egotistical? Do they, or is it a facade? That's the first thing that I thought. Do they really, you know? Yeah. Right. Oh, I absolutely agree. They they don't because it's coming right. from a place of lack and it's coming from a place of more self-hatred than anything else. But what what came up for me when she said that is I so that is like the one type of person that I really really struggle with. Um even knowing that because I know they're coming from hurt and I know they're coming from I mean, I guess less so now, but um but maybe that's why I'm so stuck on that because I'm so like about that. Um, it's a trigger for me, I guess, and that's what the grunt was. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the more we grow and 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 learn all of this, the harder I, it's almost like harder to accept those type of people. Like you know, there's an option, you know. So it's like, Ugh. yeah. Well, and I, I guess for me, I all my life feared being egotistical um or like arrogant or better than and that's maybe where I'm defining self-love as in a way like I know it's not that true self-love is not that but it's almost like maybe that's why I'm having such a dissonance with the self-love and unconditional love for yourself but still wanting to change because I absolutely agree with everything everyone said um that that is self-love to want to change and so, but I really, I kind of want, I want to go back to what Diane said. I love what you said when you said, um, and just shows who you are, but to a child where you say, I unconditionally love you. I don't like your behavior right now, but I unconditionally love you because that resonates with me because that's kind of what I have to say to my ego sometimes is like, I really don't like how you're acting right now. And it's really not appreciated but I can accept you and I love you and I'm not going to like leave you or hate you or beat up on you, but I don't like the behavior, mm-hmm. which opens that door to that growth and change. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so what about a situation where you have a person, um, I've had a long term situation with my aunt that I used to be very close to, um, and I've chosen to remove her from my space. So I, I think there's also we don't we can love them. We don't have to like them, and we don't have to allow them in our space. So that's an issue that I struggle with. Is you know every time I try to find a way to repair the relationship, it just gets ugly. And I've chosen to remove her from my matrix. I think that that to me that sounds like it's an act of love for both of you because you can't show up authentically with her and because of whatever, but that's what I'm hearing is that you can't show up authentically. So it's self-love for yourself and it's self-love for her or it's love for her too, because you're setting that boundary of, yeah, I can't, I can't be me. And so I'm not going to give you any less than me in your presence. And that means not being in your presence. Does that make sense? Yes. It does, and I, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's where I went to, Tammy, is that it's showing love for both of you. Um, in the presence of a person that that um, you can't be authentic with and, you, and, and there are issues of whatever kind 
they want to be. Things things happen. Things are said. Um, you know, attitudes are hot running negatively and things like that. So it is, I think, it is a act of love for both of you to say, okay, you know, I love you and I love me, but that doesn't mean we need to be together in the space. You you have your space, I have my space, and I love you. Yeah, and I, yeah. You know, I don't I don't like the person I am um, around her, and um, yeah, and I yeah, and she doesn't seem I can't be authentically who I am. Um, she yeah. actually called me um, heartless and uncaring. So. You know, okay, you clearly have no idea who I am, and, and I, I just need to, again, remove from my space. So it wasn't, you know, it's been many, this is a cycle, and I'm like, what lesson am I needing to learn here? So that's yeah. one of my things. I just, what screamed out at me when you said that is like, mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and for her. sometimes, yeah, exactly, and mm-hmm. that's, that is sometimes all we are and that is that is our role is just to be that mirror to show it back to them until they're ready to look at it or when they're ready to look at it and so projection would it be considered projection yeah accusing me of the things that she's actually acting out does that make sense yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by mirror. Like you're mirroring. Yeah. Okay, what that's she's... what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, because when people irk us, <laughs> it's it's because that's a denied part of ourself or a, a disowned part of ourself or something we haven't accepted or loved within us or are working on kind of thing or something that we don't feel that we have. Because um, it works even in the other ways. Like when we feel jealous of someone. <laughs> Like, oh, I wish I had that person's confidence. That's a part of ourselves that we're not owning, that we have that confidence. And that's why it, we're drawn, our attention is drawn to it. So, in my opinion. Well, I would like to swing back to what Michelle said about not wanting to be that egotistical, self-loving, seemingly overly self-loving person that, Everything I do is right. I'm, I'm, you know, this this big ego. You, everybody can get a picture of the person, a person that they they've been around. And I think that that um, that the dislike of that activity sometimes translates to us in that I don't want to be self loving like that, and so therefore we kind of hold back. And we, it, it, it turns into, um, uh, you know, protection of ourselves to, so we won't love ourselves because we don't want to become that. And that's the total opposite of, of what we're striving for. We're striving for our own selves, um, to have the love internally for ourselves that will make us not be like that (laughs) we won't be like that when we love ourselves truly I think what Michelle said was just huge I agree and relate to being triggered and repulsed by people like that 
Yeah. And how it translates to, well, don't love yourself too much because you're going to be like that. Exactly. But that's not true self-love. As we grow, we see that that's not, those people don't really love themselves. They're masking, they're, they're compensating, you know? Right. But I, I have that same trust translation because I'm re repulsed by people like that. So I work hard not to be that. But then along the line, it translated into don't love yourself too much. Yeah, the rooster says. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> and yeah, I, that's kind of what I was saying to you, Jennifer. Like I, I so feared that um, because yeah, that. See, the rooster agrees. That's not good behavior. <laughs> They're very chatty today. I love it. Um, the, but yeah, that's kind of exactly what I was like trying to say is because I was so fearful of being that um, for my whole life that I, that's why I'm stuck on the word self-love being this one thing or why I was having the issue with yeah. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, Michelle, you came at a really good time to open up that door for us to go, oh, hey, wait. <laughs> and we've all gone quiet again. Mm hmm. I feel like we should have like a song or dance that one of us does when it goes quiet. <laughs> Entertainment. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> like the Jeopardy song. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Does that mean that we've kind of come to the natural close of things? She well, just Michelle just commented. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm at my destination, so I am signing off. Thank you, ladies. I'm really glad I joined. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you for joining love hearing Tammy. you. Yeah, we love hearing from you. Have Thank a good you. day. Same. So I think possibly for this subject, um, we um, might have come to our natural conclusion, but um, I would really like at some point to dig a little deeper into... Um, the changes that we are that we are going through very intensely now um, this this ascension process um, that we are going so many of us I mean every everybody I talk to saying oh I'm feeling so off oh I'm feeling this and oh I'm feeling that and this is happening and that is happening and and it's coming and it's just you know moment after moment after moment that. Mm -hmm that things are happening. What are you talking about? No, everything's normal. <laughs> everything's normal. Well, when, when the group, I, I posted a question in the group the other day about, is anybody feeling dizzy? And then through that, I don't know if it was you, Tara, or someone else said there are five planets in retrograde six. plus six. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. One is enough for me, but there's six planets in retrograde. Plus, we're having um, bigger um, sun flares than have ever been measured. Yeah. These energies are just 
being we're being bombarded with these different energies literally off the charts literally yeah well so, maybe that's next week's topic for sure because i think it's maybe something, again we're all going through um but to kind of i guess sum up today's for what i got from today is that it's um self-love is more so about self-acceptance and knowing that we are ever-changing beings and i guess for me what i got from today was that it's all about the energy behind it i guess if it's coming from a loving space of i want to learn and grow um it's different than if you're coming from a judgmental space of this is wrong about me and i need to fix it mm -hmm. agree with what you said who else would like to say something sum it up say something comment before we go Not everyone at once. Come on, chickens. I know you have something to say. <laughs> I don't have anything to add necessarily to the topic, but um, what came up about, you know, the, the planets and the, the energy shifting and the axis shifting and the solar flares is that they've, the scientists have, have seen that the human resonance, which is the vibration of Earth, has been changing over the years and it's it's raising. So everything we're feeling, like the earth is going through too. Mm. And it has been for quite a few years. So that just something that struck me of like, it's not, you know, it's, it's planetary. Yes. Yes, good point. Thank and you. from my understanding is that it's a symbiotic, I guess, is that the right word? Holy, I don't know where that word came from. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Relationship that we, as we ascend, we're helping Gaia ascend, but it's kind of, it's a back and forth kind of thing, right? And she she's doing that on her own as well, I think, to help us along. You know, it's a yeah. chicken or the egg sort of thing. It's, it is a symbiotic relationship. It's in tandem. I'm just impressed that I knew that word <laughs> <laughs> and I used it right. <laughs> Sherry, do you have anything to add or to say before we go? I don't. Okay. Michelle, we're really glad you came to visit. We hope that you come again. Is there anything else that you would like to comment on or say before we go? And Thank you so much for letting me join. Yeah, thanks for being here, Michelle. Absolutely. We, you really added to our conversation. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And 